0: know anything about Northwest Arkansas you know it's a big place for mountain biking with miles and miles of trails to ride in this area but did you know one man took it upon himself to ride all the mountain bike trails in Bentonville and Bella Vista that's more than 140 miles of trails in one day hi I'm Dave Prozik Metro editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette hosting this week's edition of the know the news podcast where we tell you about the great stories we have coming your way this weekend we're going to dive into that mountain biking story, along with our sports editor, Chip Sousa, in just a bit. But first, I want to run down some of the other stories our Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette reporters are working to bring you this weekend. Black vultures are dangerous birds. Well, to cattle, at least. And while we don't know how many cattle are dying from black vulture attacks in Arkansas, cattle owners and groups that represent them say the attacks are becoming more frequent. This has led the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation to obtain permission to kill some of the birds. Reporter Doug Thompson will bring you the details on that this weekend. And the city of Fayetteville started a food waste pilot program five years ago. And for the past few years, the program has proved increasingly popular with collection increasing from 128 tons in 2018 to 608 tons in 2020. Our Fayetteville reporter, Stacey Ryburn, will have a story about the city's plan to add more drop-off locations for food waste in hopes of growing program participation even more. The COVID-19 pandemic has been a rough time for musicians who last year struggled to find gigs to play. Our reporter, Erica Wilson, talks to some Northwest Arkansas musicians about their experience in the past year and what it's like returning to some semblance of normal again in a story she's written for this weekend. In other news related to entertainment, this year's Benville Film Festival is right around the corner. It begins August 2nd, and our reporter Jocelyn Murphy will share with you an exclusive interview she had with festival founder Gina Davis and festival president Wendy Guerrero. You'll find that story in our profile section in Sunday's paper. The Benton County Fair has for many years been held in August, but not this year. This year it's set for the last week of September. Last year's fair, if you recall, was limited to exhibitors and their immediate family members due to the pandemic. Reporter Mike Jones will tell you what officials have in store for the 117th edition of the Benton County Fair. Again, these are all stories we plan to bring you this weekend, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And, as I spoke about earlier, another one has to do with mountain biking. Specifically, uh, a gentleman who decided to uh, go out and ride all the trails in Benville and Bella Vista. Is that right, Chip? Chip Sousa, our sports editor here with me today? That is correct,
1: Dave. Uh, Payson McElveen, he is a 28-year-old national champion, two-time national cross-country champion mountain biker. He uh, lives in Durango, Colorado. He's been living there about 10 years, but he is originally from Dripping Springs, Texas, which is just outside of Austin. He got heavily into mountain biking at a young age and just out of high school, knew that Durango was like the place to go to train for what his specialty is, which is cross country, long, long distance riding. So he had done this same thing in Durango. He had ridden all the trails in Durango in one day, and he met that challenge, and he was looking for another place to do the same thing. He looked at Moab, he looked at Boulder, he looked at several other places. And Bentonville, which calls itself the mountain biking capital of the world, kind of piqued his interest and he selected Bentonville and came down and looked at the trails and kind of mapped a strategy out, went back with his team, decided he could do it. They loaded up their bikes, loaded up a video crew, came down to Bentonville and he attacked it on April the 22nd.
0: April 22nd. So it took him how long to do this?
1: He, it took him 17 hours. He started before sunup on that morning of April 22nd and out of uh, the All-American Trail, which is right next to the Compton Gardens right off of downtown Bentonville, which connects to Slaughter Pen. So all these mountain biking trails connect. It's like an inner web or a spider web of mountain biking trails that are all connected. That's what makes Bentonville-Bella Vista so unique in the mountain biking community is and so attractive is that literally mountain bikers can come in, get a hotel room in downtown Bentonville, or, or Airbnb, or, or bring a trailer, whatever, and they can jump on their bike and literally ride for days. Well, not everybody can do, you know, 142 miles in a day. They want to spread it out over a time. So because the trails are all connected, and because so many of them feed back into downtown Bentonville, you can ride your mountain bike for hours and then ride into downtown grab a bite to eat maybe throw down an adult beverage or two you know got a carve up a little bit you know when you're mountain biking cuz you burn right. some calories so then you get back on the trail again you don't, you it's not like other places David where they have to you know load their bike up go to another place load their bike up go to another place you literally get take your bike off your rack when you get to Bentonville and you don't have to put it back on that rack again until you get ready to go home so that's what made it appealing to him is that he could do this all at one time without having to reload his bike and things. And it was a challenge. I mean, there's no question about it. So he started before sunup, April 22nd. He finished that night around 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the dark, finishing up on Kohler Mountain. It's been a uh, tire I've been out there before. Kohler is one of the most technically challenging mountain biking courses in the country. Hard enough to do with broad daylight and sunshine. Uh-huh. This guy's out here doing it at night with a you know headlamp on his biking helmet you know and and finishing up on one of the slipperiest rockiest mossiest trails you know in in the country
0: that's wow yeah (laughs) um did he have i mean i'm trying to think about doing that in the dark even with a a headlamp or something like i mean did he have any mishaps along the way or uh, any, any accidents or any, anything that? He actually on? did have
1: a mishap, and I interviewed Payson, and here's what he had to say about a mishap that almost derailed his day.
2: I had one really major tire slice um, that I had to plug, uh, but fortunately it didn't set me back too, too much. I'd say the biggest setback was that navigational error, uh, which was totally on me. And, you know, it happened pretty early in the ride. It was at, uh, boy, maybe hour four, um, and I still, you know, that's, you know, at, at, at most I was a third of the way through at that point, probably even a little bit less. And so that was pretty daunting, you know, thinking about how I just lost over half an hour. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while to kind of get back on track and for just a moment, I thought, you know, maybe today's not the day, you know, maybe we come back and try again. Cause it was an awfully big setback early on. Um, but I'm really glad that I stuck it out and, and got back on track and, you know, really the the rest was relatively smooth sailing with the exception of uh, some rain showers particularly right after the sunset so i rode uh kohler uh the kohler trail system last which has some of the most technically difficult okay. terrain with lots of rocks and moss and really slippery rocky surfaces and then you know with some fresh rain on top of that and at night and all the fatigue of having you know ridden 120 plus miles Right before that, um, that got quite quite challenging. Um, but
1: so he had to go back and double back um, on a uh, part of the course that he he missed. He missed uh, a turn or something. He skipped something. That uh, backtrack a little bit. When he came down and did a little, you know, pre-advance riding, he only looked at about fifteen percent of the trails. He said, and so he didn't have a real clear understanding, and he didn't want. He wanted it to be a surprise. He wanted to be a surprise element. Um, And so he missed a a part of the trail that he didn't know about, and he realized it because he was mapping it with his Strava, which is an app you put on your phone or, or whatever device you have, that you can map out the course. And he realized about 30 or 40 minutes later that he had missed a part, so he had to go back and backtrack that, add that on. Well, you think, well, 40 minutes to an hour, that's not much time. Well... When you're doing 142 mile, you know, tr- miles of trail and you're trying to do it in a certain amount of time, 30 to 45 minutes can derail the entire thing, and it almost did. And he thought about just scrapping it for that day, going back and trying to do it again another day, and he said, you know what, no, I- I'm going to go ahead and do this. And so he went back, retraced his steps, went back and, and, and caught the part that he missed and continued on his journey and finished it out and completed the challenge.
0: You mentioned a video was done of him.
1: He did. He, he wanted to document was... the trip. I don't know if you've seen on Netflix and things like that, the documentaries that they're showing uh, on, on these feats like this. You know, we, we They did a documentary not long ago, or well, I say not long ago, it could have been a year ago, um, on a guy who wanted to break the record in the uh, uh, Appalachian Trail to get from one end to the other in the fewest hours. Um, and so you see extreme sports guys and, and, and ladies that want to do this, and they document this in case – You know, others want to try to duplicate the same thing. And so what Payson's done is he set the bar. He's the first one to do this. No one's ever ridden all of the trails in Bentonville and Bella Vista in one day. And so he did it in, you know, whatever the time was, 16 hours and whatever minutes it was. So that that puts it out there. Now, does someone else want to come along? Does a Nat Ross, you know, want to come along and try to break that? Or some other big mountain biker say, hey, I think I can do it in 16, or I think I can do it in 15, you know? So it's it's going to be a challenge, you know? You're going to start seeing big mountain bikers come in here and say, well, if Payson McElveen can do this, I can do this, you know? And Mm -hmm. what that does is, in the already self-proclaimed mountain biking capital of the world, it just brings a higher, you know, volume of of bikers to come in and try to do this same
0: thing. Yeah. What were some of the other interesting things that you you talked to him for extensively what are some of the other more interesting things that he had to say
1: well he you know he he is high on the mountain biking system here one thing that he that he talked about a lot in his interview was the ownership of the trail system and if you live in Bella Vista or Bentonville along any of these trails close to these trails you know that there's a lot of people that that maintain these trails it's not The city of Bentonville does not maintain these, you know, all these trails, or the city of Bella Vista doesn't maintain all these trails. A lot of these trails are, sections of them, are maintained by people who adopt that section of trail. Like, you know, you have the adopt a highway where people get out and pick up debris along the highway. Well, these are people that adopt section of trail. So you see them out there with their weed eaters, with their rakes, and and things like that, trying to smooth over some. If we have rain and it ruts the you know ruts the trail, they'll rake that back in, fill it in, and make sure that you know the trail's good and solid. Um, they'll go in and weed weed eat the you know the the you know the poison ivy or whatever, whatever grows alongside the trail, weeds and dandelions or whatever, and they'll do that. And they that's what he, he talked about that a lot and how unique that is to this area, to our area, that people you know, have really taken ownership in this and they realize that mount, mountain biking is a very much a viable tourism boost to this, you know, to this part of the country, to our region.
0: And he, he uh, too calls it the mountain biking capital of the world. He does. Um, it seems like it's almost that reputation has almost uh, sprung up overnight. Here's, here's something, Dave, I also found interesting,
1: too. I talked to J.T. Garen for this story, and he's with Oz Trails, which is a big trail builder, you know, everywhere. And J.T. said, this is something that, that really was an outner for me, there, there's, on the average, 1.5 miles of trail being built per week in northwest Arkansas. So right now, not just Bentonville, Bella Vista, but we're talking, you know, Fayetteville and, and Eureka and, all, you know, everywhere. Um, so this is a never-ending thing. Uh, it seems like where there's available common property, you know, they're out there with their, you know, with their backhoes and whatever they use to, to build these trails, and extend these trails. So you know, uh, JT mentioned that there's over 300 miles of mountain biking trail in the region, and that's ever-growing. It's you know, it's 300 today, tomorrow it's 301 and a half, and you know, then next week it's 303, and you know, so it's just, just constantly growing. So, you know, if mountain biking is your thing, uh, and, and Dave, you live here in the region, you see this. How many cars out of, out of one out of, out of every, how many cars do you see has a bike rack on the back of it with a bike attached to it? Hmm. I mean, it's just it's, amazing. It is. It's yeah. amazing. So, um, you know, little did we know, you know, 15 years ago that all the what seemed to be unusable property in Bentonville and Bella Vista that was all just you know so steeply terrain that couldn't be used for anything, all of a sudden now has a use. And not only a use, but something that's just, just making tourism in this area boom.
0: Yeah. yeah. What what do you think started that? I mean,
1: well, uh, Stuart and Tom Walton love mountain biking. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of got started a little bit before then. You know, Devil's Den had some trails, and there were some trails you know here and there. But... By and large, you know these two guys love mountain biking, and and you know when you have that kind of financial backing that they that they have, um, you know there's things that they can get done that not everybody can get done. So they saw an opportunity. They saw, uh, they saw they had vision where no one else did, and so they were able to get the backing there, and and one thing led to another, and Slaughter Pen is built, and All American is built, and. Next thing you know, the back 40 in Bella Vista, you know, Bella Vista said, hey, who's got more common property than we did? You know, we have more property than any city in the state by far. It's not even close, Mm -hmm. but most of it is unusable. Well, wait a minute. Maybe it is usable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they figured out a way to, to turn these sloped, steeped, rocky, can't do anything else with it terrain into tourism dollars and, and what, what tremendous vision, you know, t- started by the Waltons.
0: And uh, this was not Payson's first trip to, to Northwest It Arizona. was not. He, uh,
1: he, had, he had been here before, he had, he had come down with the team, spent about seven days here riding the trails, um, not all of them, because like I said, he wanted to keep a lot of it kind of a surprise, kind of a, you know, a mystery um, for his ride, which makes for better film anyway, you, mm-hmm. you know that. Uh, You always got to have drama, you know. (laughs) So, Anyway, but he came down, mapped out the trails and and, uh, the best that he wanted to do, and just toured the area, rode all over, went to Eureka, did some of the downhill, which, by the way, the trails in Eureka are a little bit different than they are here in Bella Vista and and Bentonville in that they're more downhill trails there. This is more uh, cross-country, more long or more marathon-type trails. There's more downhill, so it gives mountain bikers who want to do downhill, Something different, you know. You can get in the car, load up your bike, go to Eureka Springs, and ride a completely different uh, technical trail over there. Um, and so he spent a lot of time doing that. But uh, anyway, he is—he's, uh, you know, him doing this uh, as if we weren't already on the map for mountain biking. This just ramps it up even more. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure we'll see him back. Oh yeah, soon. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, um, is there anything else that you wanted to add on this? No, the only Dude. other
1: thing I would say is he's a young man, like I said, he was 28. He's, 28. Um, he's, you know, grew up in Texas where, you know, if you don't play football, you know, you have pretty much have to play football in Texas. Mm-hmm. But football wasn't his thing. Tried a little basketball, that wasn't really his thing. Biking was his thing. Um, he said he got into BMX biking at first growing up, then he kind of moved toward mountain biking, and uh, he really praised the NICA programs in these schools. We have them in our schools. Right. Uh, Bentonville, Bell, uh, Bentonville, Bentonville West, Rogers, uh, Harbor. You know they all have their mountain biking teams, and uh, NICA and what a tremendous job that program has done to, to develop interest at the young age. They start them, I believe, Dave, in sixth grade. I think you can you can join a NICA team in sixth grade, and it gives kids an opportunity to get out, get off of Minecraft or whatever video game they're playing, gets them out of the house, gets them on a bike in the fresh air. Yeah. It, it's a little bit expensive to start out doing this. What's not expensive? You know, it's expensive to go to Disneyland. It's expensive to go, you know, do whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it gets them out in the fresh air. Um, they, it's, it's a social thing. Uh, these kids get together. They hang together. They ride together. They, they compete. Uh, NICA has about four or five, six uh, competitions throughout the fall at different places. And they compete for state championships based on their age, and uh, and and their uh, uh, category. There's freshman level, varsity level, junior varsity level, and they compete for state championships and those things. And that's just a tremendous program for kids who are looking for maybe looking for that. Um, I did a story a couple of years ago on a, on a young lady. She was uh, an eighth grader at one of the schools here, and she had kind of gotten in with some of the wrong kids and was making some bad choices and. Her family said, you know what, we're going to take you out of school. We're going to, we're going to homeschool you. Um, and so when they did that, they realized that they had all this extra time in the day. You know, she could do her schoolwork you know, in the mornings and be done in the afternoon. She's like, okay, what, what can I do now? Normally I would be in PE or I'd be in whatever. And they said, you know what, we're going to get you a bike and we're going to go out, and we're going to, we're going to start mountain biking. She, at first, she's like, I don't want to do that. First of all, I don't even want to hang with my parents. And second, I don't want to do a Typical teenage girl. And the dad persisted. He said, no, we're going to do this. I like this, and I want you to do this. And she just kind of naturally had a gift for it. And so she got into this and, and, and became a state champion mountain biker. And so I kind of use her yeah. as the example of, you know, this is what kids can do. Maybe, maybe you might not be a basketball player. Maybe you might not be uh, on the Quiz Bowl team but maybe biking can be your thing. And uh, he, he really praised the NICA program a lot. So I wish they would had it when I was in school. You know, 10 years ago they didn't. But he said, I do everything I can now to help the NICA kids. And, in fact, part of what he's doing is part of this challenge, and if you watch the video on his YouTube channel, part of this thing is he is offering a challenge to young bikers to ride and document their rides, and he's going to select two winners. Um, he hasn't announced what they're going to get, but he's going to pick two winners. Um, that write the best essay or do the best video or whatever. Um so there's more to this than just his ride. He's kinda throwing a, throwing the his helmet down so to speak and saying, Okay, I've done this. Let's see what you can
0: do. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a mountain biking has really opened the door to a outdoor recreation. It to has. A lot of people young
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You get a few bumps and bruises along the way. You know, maybe a few sure. skint knees and things like that. But uh it's all. It's all part of the fun.
0: Great. Well, uh, Chip, really appreciate you sharing that story with us, and, it's, and it'll run uh, Sunday. Sunday this Sunday on uh, that will be July twenty fifth, um, in, in sports. So, um, really appreciate you sharing this story with us, uh, sharing a preview, and it sounds sounds great. Um, look forward to reading it. Um, well. I think that's going to do it for this week's Know the News podcast. Hope you'll check us out this weekend for Chip's story and and the others I mentioned earlier. Uh, Plus all the great stuff we bring you in the paper every day. You can find us at nwaonline.com in our Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette replica apps for both smartphone and tablet. Thanks to all of you subscribers out there. Thanks for making it possible to tell your stories and keep you informed about your community. If you're not a subscriber, we hope you'll check us out. Just click the subscribe button at nwaonline.com or give us a call at 479-684-5509. You can also sign up for our newsletters at nwaonline.com email. Thank you for listening. Until next week, this is Dave Perosic, signing off for Know the News. Take care, everyone.